Season's greetings. You're listening to another podcast on the Cloud Evangelist website. My name is Richard Morrell. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to download this file. If you're listening to this via iTunes, Stitcher or Podfeed, we have about 20 other podcasts sitting on the Cloud Evangelist portal, which talk about every aspect of cloud engineering from OpenShift, from JBoss, from CloudForms. And they're all there available to you as a resource. So today's podcast, we're going to be talking to Tom Llewellyn. And Tom is the business development manager for Red Hat Storage here in EMEA. He's been with Red Hat for five years now, so he's a pretty experienced guy. So he's seen the company grow. Now, big data and the whole acquisition of Gluster and the, the, the tailoring of Gluster FS into the Red Hat storage platform has been a big success story for Red Hat. And it continues to grow and it continues to evolve. And the Red Hat product set and the whole Red Hat stack has been complemented very much by our ability now to start stretching out into the big data fields. And companies and big enterprises are now starting to think about how they manage these constructs around big data. And the cluster FS piece and the backbone of Red Hat Storage allows us now to have those conversations with customers as they approach technology refresh. But what is Red Hat Storage? So these questions are more answered by Tom Llewellyn in the podcast that we recorded together a couple of weeks ago. Tomorrow, I'll be releasing another podcast, uh, slightly out of schedule. I usually only do these once or twice a week, uh, but I'm quite excited about the Red Hat acquisition of Manage IQ. So I'm going to be putting that together tomorrow for you. I'd have done it today, but my throat isn't up to it. So make sure you come back tomorrow. There'll be a 15, 20-minute podcast talking about the whole hybrid cloud message and what I think Manage IQ actually brings to the Red Hat story. So for now, here's the interview I did with Tom a fortnight ago come back soon. So I'm joined today in Cardiff by Tom Llewellyn and we're going to be talking about Gluster. Gluster joined the Red Hat stable earlier on this year. It was one of the most sensible acquisitions Red Hat's done uh, and in the world of big data it was the next best thing towards looking at where Red Hat was going to be talking about future-proofing its technology. So Tom, introduce yourself. Yeah, hi. Um, so my name's Tom Llewellyn. I've uh, been with Red Hat gosh, just over five years actually. Yeah, so I've got my five-year service award this year. Um, and I've been with Red Hat in a number of roles, so I joined as an instructor, I then worked through pre-sale, so I worked across the sort of the product technology base, um, and I, in my career prior to Red Hat, I was also very much involved in the open source world, um, ran my own solution company, providing open source solutions to mainly public sector customers, so I've got a, a fair experience of the open source world, and since joining Red Hat, I've really sort of, you know, it's, it's enabled me to expand out into a, a much broader customer base and just seeing how from the early days when you know, the open source technologies were regarded as uh, with suspicion by the enterprise world to today where it's really much seen as the mainstream has been quite a transformation and so you know, it's been quite fun to be part of that and watch it grow. But you've had almost every role there is going within Red Hat from sort of like solutions architect and consultant upwards haven't you absolutely I, I actually started as a technical instructor so you know standing in front of a class for days on end reading out loud is how we used to describe it uh, and, and <laughs> you brought me and you came in to see me with a with a with a with a slide deck and i said mm, yes and then i ended up joining red hat so it's a it's quite interesting i mean you you now work in the in the red hat storage business division with with gluster and do you see a lot of customers now trying to make head nor tail of what big data actually means to them or absolutely and so yeah, so I, I, so from my point of view, I've, I've taken on the business development role of the what's now Red Hat Storage. So yeah, we don't talk about Gluster. No, no, I appreciate that, but Gluster <laughs> um, is the magic underneath. Absolutely, yeah, it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's the underlying, so it's the upstream project. But yeah, so in, from a product point of view for Red Hat, it's Red Hat Storage. And what we see when we're talking to customers is 
typically they have a fairly well-established storage layer for their existing applications, but depending on their business segment, they are looking at new ways that they can start capitalizing on the data that's becoming available to them, whether they're in telecoms and so they're expanding out their networks and suddenly they've got this wealth of data traversing their networks, or whether they're in retail and so they're all of a sudden selling through multiple channels. Um, and they're trying to track users across all those channels to figure out how people are using their services mm. and where to put their investment, all those sorts of things. And these are just, you know, it, those challenges are really very much in their infancy because, you know, nobody's really cracked it. Everybody's trying, but there are a number of uh, approaches that, are, uh, that might bear fruition. Um, and obviously, data storage is the, the foundation of all of that, that you can't do anything with that data unless you can capture it, put it somewhere in a form that you can then get at it and use it. Hmm. Well, I think that's, you know, many companies, insurance and banking and finance, traditionally haven't been aware of just how much data they have. No, absolutely. Tradition, traditionally, it was all about, you know, when we talked about storage back in the day, it was, you know, the most granular you get when people would start talking about, you know, spindle size and especially in messaging you know it, storage was king in the respect that you know you were forever being asked by your cio how full is the clarion box you know because he was looking, he was thinking about it in pounds and pence rather than in petabytes and, 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 and terabytes he wasn't thinking about storage he was purely thinking about the cost of keeping those discs spinning absolutely yeah um and i guess then you know that's still true to a certain extent i mean the, you know the, the traditional application space isn't going away the, you know the, the sand technologies the transactional databases are still there performing the roles they do um, but where the explosion is happening is in the unstructured space and in, in all the stuff that's coming alongside that moving yeah. into cloud all that sort of flexibility um, and just the explosion of data since you know the, 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 the hyper connectivity we all now carry multiple devices that are permanently on the internet yeah. and just that that whole change sea change in the way that people are using information, producing information and so on, is just completely changing the landscape. of. So from a Red Hat perspective, you know, we've always been seen as a enterprise OS player, yet a, a certain percentage of our customer base who just consume Red Hat Linux subscriptions don't see the fact that there is this underlying uh, stack, almost licorice all sort type, uh, you know, stack of, of different applications from, you know, the, the, the JBoss middleware tier, the Red Hat storage being the latest, greatest part of Red Hat. Um, and it's giving us another bite of the cherry, but also uh, enabling us to work with customers who traditionally maybe only saw us as being able to help them stand up a LAMP stack. You know? and, and do you find very often that the, the enterprise customers and the larger system integrator partners that you're playing all of a sudden see Red Hat in a different light? Or Yeah, and well, I mean, one of the biggest roles that pretty much anybody customer facing in Red Hat has is an education role in that um, the perception to the, to, to the world at large is that Red Hat is a Linux company. Mm -hmm. um, and that, whereas we all in Red Hat have known that it, that's not been the case for quite a long time now, mm -hmm. um, it takes effort to get that message out there. So yes, you know the JBoss acquisition was what you know four years ago, five, five years, five years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. Yeah, over five years. It's really now taking off, and we, we, you know, you know that that message is getting out there. But still, if you go to a customer, you know, a, a new customer who hasn't bought from us before, they will still have this perception that we're just a Linux company, and so. Yes, the, the breadth of the portfolio we now have gives us a massive opportunity, but there's also this challenge of getting the message out there of our capability. Okay. 
I, I spent some time uh, earlier on this year when I was over at Summit in Boston, just sitting in the room watching the keynote speeches. And one of the really cool things about acquiring any organization apart from just acquiring the technology was the fact that when we acquired Gluster, we brought in a lot of smart people who had built this company from nothing around the whole Gluster.org piece, around the community piece, around the little grass cut around, to sure. build this vehicle, which would be the next step where people would go from a query perspective, from a storage perspective. And I think now, as we move, as you said, into the, the cloud and structure uh, piece, as you said, more and more people have got their own devices, especially enterprises have got to bring your own device policy starting to mature now. Mm-hmm. You've got to try and understand where this data is, where it resides, and who has responsibility for it. And, and the Red Hat storage piece at least gives you a fighting chance to be able to have that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, the beauty of it is that it is just a, a purely software layer that's using standard components. So we are inheriting all the great work that comes out of the Linux team, mm-hmm. um, providing a layer on top of that. Gluster itself is a very, very modular technology, in, which means that we can add in capabilities very easily in terms of adding self-contained modules that provide new functionality. So on the roadmap, we have things like encryption, compression, deduplication. They are not there yet, but... In terms of how we develop it and add it into the product, there's a clearly defined mechanism for doing that. So, it, so we're able to react to market requirements very quickly. I noticed that you know I, I, I watch my web traffic on a daily basis as to where not just just how much there is, but where it comes from. Um, and we had the uh, management call a few weeks ago with regards to talking about Red Hat storage. And uh, immediately after that, I noticed a huge spike in traffic from big enterprise FTSE 100 and GM 100 customers who are doing a lot of queries, searches on the cloud managers website, looking for Red Hat storage articles. And hence why I've got a microphone sat in front of you right now. Sure. But um, I think there's uh, an opportunity that Red Hat have to start emphasizing that it's not just a one-stop shop, as we said, around the Red Hat Linux space, but also Cluster and the Red Hat storage platform brings a level of maturity and adds a level of maturity to the Red Hat story. So you're going to have your work cut out, I think, over the next 18, 24 months, satisfying the demand from customers who are actively interested in looking at storage opportunities. Sure, yeah, I mean, we're already seeing that in terms of, you know, I'm, I'm running around and we've got a, a dedicated team in the UK, but, um, you know, we're already stretched covering the interest in terms of, being able to, pr- to run proof of concepts and so on. You know, there, there's a number of large organizations interested um, with future projects in mind for it. Um, and as the product matures, the, there are a number of features coming in in the 2.1 release, which is mm-hmm. due out next year, um, which will, again, accelerate that, uh, that, uh, that interest. Um, and in terms of future adoption, uh, you know, what we're seeing is that even where we approach organizations where they are fully provisioned today, they have all their storage needs taken care of, they immediately see the value and the, 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 the response is always not, no, don't worry about it, we're not interested. It's always come back in a couple of years when we're at our refresh point because we want to hear more about it. But the community bit also gives you a fighting chance in the respect that people can already start to play with it go and get binaries and libraries from the community and all of a sudden you understand where traditionally if you look at where Linux came into the enterprise 
you know, I, I remember going to see um, one of the largest retail companies in the UK and the CIO's response was, we don't have any Linux. And I remember saying, no, you have 1,200 Linux boxes because the sysadmins have been deploying them instead of NT servers. And, you know, Gluster mm-hmm. very often and, uh, can lead to Red Hat storage opportunities. And also the fact that the upstream stuff comes into, as you said, the next release of the 2.x chain for, for Gluster. Absolutely. And we, so we're seeing that in, in two ways. There are the startups that are basing their business on using pure cloud deployments and Red Hat storage or ClusterFS in those instances to provide the resilience and the, the scale-out storage layer, mm-hmm. um, but also just yeah, projects within large customers, you know, financial services in particular. There are a few who are building out um, effectively cloud proof-of-concept layers mm-hmm. just within their sort of you know their skunk works departments and they're using our technologies the upstream technologies so mm-hmm. obviously when they come to go to take that to the next step and put it into production then yeah, it makes sense to then start talk to us move to the supported enterprise versions of those exact same technologies mm-hmm. i think you know the one the red hat approaches to cloud is to build a cloud out of what you've already got and at least then you have the opportunity to start thinking about your OS tier, your middleware tier, and now very much your storage tier. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the great advantages of everything from Red Hat, open source means open standards. That means that you can migrate your data in easily. Um, and once you've got it in there, you're not locking it into some sort of silo where it's going to be difficult to get it out again. Um, data be- migration becomes a different ballgame once you're into the Red Hat storage space. But also... Um, just in terms of how you evergreen your hardware underneath that because of the way that uh, uh, the technology works you can just effectively do a rolling upgrade of your hardware you can bring in a second hardware provider run heterogeneous clusters right so you know it's hugely flexible in that regard and it changes the dynamics of how you do your storage management in the sort of you know the five ten year time frame Mm -hmm. okay well, thank you very much for taking the time out to record this. I know that'll be very popular. And if people need to get hold of you or want to know more information, how do they do that? I mean, do we have white papers or use cases on Red Hat Storage at all? Yeah, so if you go to redhat.com forward slash storage, that mm-hmm. will take you into the portal. Um, and then if you drill down, there's th- there are some tabs down at the bottom of the page that will give you resources around uh, use, published use cases, white papers about the technology and so on. Um, if you're interested at lower level technology, then you can go to cluster.org, which will give you the community site where you can really get the detailed roadmap of what's going on in the community in terms of future developments as well. Good, Tom. Thanks for making the time. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot, Richard.